I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. <laughs> It's unanimous. Connor McDavid, the Hart Trophy winner in the National Hockey League. 100 members of the Professional Hockey Writers Association voted. All 100 had Connor McDavid first on the ballot. He is only the second unanimous winner ever. The other one, also an Edmonton Oiler. Back in the 1981-82 season, well, I guess after the season when the voting was done, Wayne Gretzky was a unanimous winner of the heart. Connor McDavid also tonight wins the Ted Lindsay as the best player in the NHL as voted on by members of the NHL Players Association. Third time he's won the Lindsay. Second time he's won the heart. Not much doubt about this one. All he did in the regular season was have 105 points in 56 games. The other winners announced this evening... The Vesna Trophy goes to Marc-Andre Fleury of the Vegas Golden Knights, best goalie in the NHL. Top defenseman to Adam Fox of the New York Rangers. Fox was actually uh, drafted by the Calgary Flames. Wasn't uh, ever going to trade for the Flames, so he got traded. Adam Fox of the Rangers, top defenseman. Kirill Kaprizov from the Minnesota Wild. He was the uh, runaway favorite for the Calder Trophy as Rookie of the Year, and he does indeed win that award. We will have Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final tomorrow night here on 6.30. Chet, Tampa Bay winning Game 1 last night, 5-1. Our coverage will start with a special Stanley Cup final face-off show at 5.30. The puck will drop uh, around 24 hours from now. Also, Milwaukee and Atlanta tonight in the NBA playoffs. The Bucks are up 2-1 in that series. The Blue Jays on the diamond. They are taking on Seattle, and uh, they lead 2-0 that game in the middle of the, uh, middle of the third. Euro today, a couple of exciting games. England wins in London 2-0 over Germany. They will play Ukraine in the quarterfinals. After extra time, Ukraine winning it 2-1 over Sweden. A late goal in extra time. Sweden had a player sent off with a red card, and the Ukrainians able to really score a beautiful goal to get the victory. So it's going to be Ukraine and England in uh, the quarterfinals. And, of course, the big headline today, the Nuge is staying put. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, an eight-year deal with your Edmonton Oilers. Max term, that's the longest you can sign a player. And he is indeed taking a pay cut when it comes to average annual value. $41 million deal. So the average annual value, the salary cap hit per season, $5.125 million, down from the $6 million Nugent Hopkins had been making over the previous seven years. I would love to hear from you on that. 780-496-0063 is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, professional-grade building materials. That's also the number. You can fire off a text message. You can email insidesports at 630ched.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. So the Nuge, uh, yeah, he very well could be an oiler for life. No move clause included in the deal. A lot of debate about this over the last several months or so. Uh, Nuge was asked about it 
a few times throughout the season, never really had an update. Ken Holland's going to give you a timeline here in a few minutes as we'll get to some of the key comments from the media availabilities earlier today from Nuge and Holland. And this is going back a year and a half that the two camps have been talking and they finally arrive at this deal, which, uh, you know, it's funny because I'm really wondering to hear from tonight because here, here's the thing. I, I never heard from anybody saying that they think Nugent Hopkins is a bad hockey player or an old, or, you know, or, or anything like that. Um, there was debate in, in, with some of you uh, about his value. Some people just said, we love the Nuge. Nuge is good. We got to keep him. Don't, you know, don't pay him too much, but we got to keep him. Other people said, I would not give him a raise. I would not give him six point this. I would not give him above six. I, I would ask him to take a pay cut. Well, for everybody who said, uh, Nugent Hopkins is not worth six billion dollars a season. How are you feeling? Like, like I, I, I really want to know. I'm not, I'm not trying to be argumentative or, or, or box anybody into, into a corner with the comments. I, I'm really curious how you are feeling if you did not want Ryan Nugent Hopkins to get a raise or to even make six million dollars again. Because it's not like he's coming in. Well, you know, he was making six and now he's getting five point seven five or something like that. I mean, he's basically sacrificing. Uh, one-sixth, almost one-sixth of what he was making uh, per year on his previous contract. So I want to know how you're feeling. And you can write in 780 or call in 780-496-0063. Because, hey, for everybody who's saying he wasn't worth $6 million a year, are you comfortable with this being what Ryan Nugent Hopkins is worth, uh, given what he's expected to contribute to the team? The Nuge has played 656 regular season games with the Edmonton Oilers. He has 478 points. Eight years, eight years of regular season games is 656 games, oddly enough. Now, that's assuming he plays every one, but he's already played 656. If he plays all these games over the next eight years, he will wind up with over 1,300 games played as an Edmonton Oiler, um, which would easily make him the longest-serving Oiler of all time. He, he, I mean, even if he doesn't play every game, likely in – about three and a half for a little more seasons, he will surpass Kevin Lowe as the longest-serving Oiler of all time, Lowe at 1,037. So, again, if Nuge plays every game in about three and a half seasons, he will pass uh, Lowe to have played more games as an Oiler than uh, anybody else. So I'll get to a call here in a second, but Nuge commented on that chance to become the longest-serving Oiler ever. It's a huge deal to me. Um, it's always been uh, my goal to, to be able to stay in Edmonton and, um we uh that was like i said i mean that's just what i've wanted i've loved my time in edmonton so far um the team is uh progressing uh the way we want it to and i want to be a part of it i want to be a part of that and uh obviously <clears throat> the biggest reason i want to stay is that i want to win at edmonton so um we have lots of connections there i mean fans have treated me so well the organization has been great and um yeah so it was just uh it was the easy decision to, to want to stay and uh, just happy to, to be able to make it work. All right. So that's uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Eight years, $41 million. Uh, look, I, I think what we saw from Nuge this past season was uh, a player who continues to be a pretty important part of a deadly power play, again, in the high 20s when it comes to percentage. And I know... Dreisaitl and McDavid sort of lead the way there, but I do think uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is a very important part of it as well. He's become a really good penalty killer. The Oilers' penalty kill has been good two years in a row. Uh, He's become a pretty good two-way player. 
You know what? A lot of the things that Ryan Nugent Hopkins was being asked to do in his first three, four, five years in the league, he's now doing most of the time when he's out there. Look, he did not have a great year five on five. Um, he's 28. He's not 38. I think there's reason to believe he's going to bounce back. He, he wound up with uh, 15 even strength points this past season, which is 267th in the entire NHL. So, you know, not great. Obviously, you'd like a little better even strength production, especially since he was playing with one of the big guys most of the year. Um, and I know that was one of the arguments that some people made to say you can't pay him a lot, you can't pay him a lot. I, I would I would think it's a fairly safe bet that he's going to do better five-on-five five and even strength than he did this past year, but time will tell. 780-496-0063. We have John Luke on the line. I love that name, John Luke. What's on your mind? <laughs> I watch, I watch, I listen to the whole thing today about his contract, listen to Ken Olin uh, talking about it. And when you say somebody says something, like he said he wanted to be staying in Edmonton, well, he put the action where his mouth was, right? He actually took a pay cut to be stay here. We know his wife's from Red Deer. And he wants the long term. I was impressed. He did the action that he wanted. He wanted to stay here. He took a little bit of pay cut. Well, to us, we don't make $5 million a year. I don't make that. I don't know if you do, but it's a lot of money if you plan properly. But I was impressed. I think my next Edmonton sweater is going to be Nugent Hopkins on my back because he did what he had to do to stay here and help the, the own team. Like, he helped Oilers to do what they need to do. Uh, I was impressed with what the, his actions were. So yeah, I appreciate that. Favorites. Yeah, appreciate that, John Luke. And no, that contract is uh, not in my neighborhood. Uh, as you said, it's not in yours either. Uh, 780-496-0063. Yeah, I, I mean, um, sometimes uh, one of the one of the sort of cliches that uh, we, we throw around when we talk about sports is is the is the hometown discount. Well, John Luke's right. Uh, Nuge stepped up and said, "Look, uh, uh, I'm going to stay. Uh, I'm going to stay. I want to be an Oiler." And I mean, look. Like Jean-Luc said, a couple people are texting it. Obviously, he's still very well paid uh, relative to the uh, average uh, Canadian, relative to the average person in, in the world. So he stepped up and said, I, I want eight years. I want to know I'm going to be an oiler for that long, and the average annual value will hopefully uh, help the oilers going forward. Al says, I like the money a lot. I wish it was six years instead of eight Luke says signing RNH long term is a good move. He's one of the most versatile forwards in the league and is a deceptively fast skater. Uh, this texture says uh, a year and a half ago, Nuge was worth eight times, uh, eight years at seven and a half. Now with the flat cap, flat salary cap, eight times five is perfect. That's market value. Big L simply says he couldn't be happier. And here's here's a key thing, and I'm going to get more in, more into this as we move along tonight, but this texture says, who else can play the forward positions, power play, and kill penalties? He wants to be here. There aren't that many players uh, who would, uh, would want to leave the lower taxes to be here. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. The versatility is definitely an important part of this signing. 780-496-0063. We have Scott hanging on the line. Hey, Scott, thanks for calling. Take offense with the deal. I was saying seven million for no longer than two years. If we got uh, under, if we got around six, then to me it didn't matter how long we signed them, whatever they agreed on. I think I think uh, this is a deal that all the fans are going to get behind and push them maybe to the next level, right? 
Yeah, well, yeah, that's interesting how you put that. That, and a lot of people are writing in that they're just they're they're fine with the fact that it's again significantly under six million dollars. Joe Joel just wrote in and says, "Love the contract." I think he looked at the forty million dollars in the long run. He may have gotten seven million dollars per year for five years somewhere else. If he'd gone to the open market and Holland said it today, he probably gets more money. Nurse, the next one we got to do. Yeah, and who knows? We'll see what kind of a deal Nurse has and how that that works out for sure. All right, that's Scott checking in, 780-496-0063. Lots of feedback coming in. I want to get to as much of it as possible. I know Nuge is uh, a popular player and an interesting player for a lot of you to talk. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline about i welcome you to do that tonight and you'll hear more clips from holland and nuge as we roll along inside sports on 6 30 chat that NBA game between Milwaukee and Atlanta starts at the bottom of the hour. I have uh, basketball on the tube, though, from Victoria. It's Canada against Greece in a men's Olympic qualifying tournament game. Canada leading Greece 72-69 with about 49 seconds left in the third quarter. We'll touch on some of the hoop story later on with Paul Sir from Basketball Alberta and Basketball Canada is going to check in. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. We have hockey in this time slot tomorrow. I'll be on at 5.30 with a Face-off show to set up game two between the Habs and the Bolts. Heater guy writes in. I like that. Uh, now, heater guy, here's my question. Are you actually a person who works with uh, heating devices, I suppose, uh, furnaces, things that heat rooms and houses? I can't think of anything besides a furnace. I, mean, I guess fireplaces. Or are you a pitcher who throws fastballs? You throw heat and therefore are a heater guy. That is what I would like to know from you. Uh, but he writes in and says it would be interesting to know the offers back and forth to get to where they got. This wasn't a one-and-done offer, Nugent Hopkins and the Oilers. No, I think you're a good point. Uh, you make a good point, Heater Guy. I, I'm sh- there were probably offers on the table to Nugent Hopkins that would have had a larger average annual value before this uh, little thing called the pandemic came along and stalled last season and shortened this season. And uh, and cause the salary cap to remain flat. And Ken Holland did say earlier today this was a process that took months. You know, Rick Follett and I met um, for the first time. I think it was in January of twenty, and then obviously March the the pandemic hit. We just it was initial, and then we we really got at it in September. Um, talked some in October, couldn't find a solution. Then then the um, we talked, uh, we picked up again in February, decided to wait till the end of the year. For Nuge, term was important. He loves being an oiler. Um, he, he loves playing um, and living in Edmonton. He loves the fan base. Um, he wants to play his entire career um, as an Edmonton oiler. So, so certainly we, we had lots of conversations about term. And I think, you know, to do a deal, 
uh, I'm not going to get my term and my cap number. I had to decide on one of the two things. You know, I look at, at the team now, and, you know, you look at Connor, 24, Nuge, 28, Leon, 25, Darnell, 26. You know, the, we're obviously, the time is to try to win is now. I mean, these players are in the prime of their career. Uh, the cap's 81.5. Hopefully here, the back half of that, uh, the contract, the cap starts to go north at least a little bit. Um, so cap number was important to me. Term was important to um, Ryan and Rick Follette. And ultimately, I got a cap number that I was pleased with, and they got a term that they were pleased with. Well, yeah, that's really the summary. Ryan Nugent Hopkins wanted to stay in Edmonton, and Ken Holland wanted a little more flexibility in terms of what he's going to have available year after year. So that's how it turned out. Eight years 41 million dollars for the Nuge that is a cap hit of 5.125 million for the next eight seasons Nugent Hopkins of course turned 28 on April 12th so eight years from now if the Oilers uh, go into the playoffs he'll be uh, 36 when he becomes an unrestricted free agent uh, you know it's I know that's a long time to turn ahead but I can remember interviewing Ryan Nugent Hopkins the the day uh, seven years ago about when he signed the uh, the seven-year deal worth six million dollars some other notes here from voting today concerning the Edmonton Oilers Mike Smith finished seventh in voting for the Vesna trophy. Now the general managers of the national hockey league vote for the Vesna and they pick their top three. Smith had two third place votes from NHL GMs. So he finishes seventh in that voting. Mark Andre Fleury won the Vesna. The Norris was won by Adam Fox, the New York Rangers. Darnell nurse finished seventh in Norris voting. This one is voted on by members of the professional hockey writers association. They vote, for the top five nurse did not receive a first place vote he got three seconds three thirds ten fourths and ten fifths uh tyson berry did not get a vote even though he was the scoring leader among defensemen in the national hockey league so there you go and i mentioned mcdavid was a unanimous winner of the heart uh kaprizov one vote away from being unanimous for the calder and uh, McDavid also wins the Ted Lindsay, most outstanding players voted on by members of the Players Association. So there's a quick summary. I want to get to some a couple more key comments from Nugent Hopkins today and from Ken Holland. Kelly Rudy's going to check in for his thoughts on McDavid, Nuge, and Game 1. I want to ask him about Brendan Gallagher uh, getting targeted quite heavily by the Tampa Bay Lightning. A lot of time for you as well. 780-496-0063 is how you can call or text. It's Inside Sports on Chad. We're back after the news and weather. Coming back from break. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Canada leading Greece 81-71 at the Olympic qualifying tournament in uh, Victoria. First game there for Canada. We'll talk to Paul Sir more about that as we go along tonight. Connor McDavid has won the Ted Lindsay. He has won the Hart, the unanimous winner of the Hart Trophy. Pretty cool for McDavid. Had an outstanding season. The Oilers now uh, looking around out that roster and for more playoff success in the future milwaukee and atlanta just uh, about to get underway in the nba blue jays on the diamond tonight and they're still leading two nothing they lead the seattle mariners that game in the top of the fifth euro england over germany two nil ukraine over sweden two one after 
extra time. Some exciting games at Euro over the last couple of days. Now they're off until Friday. Quarterfinals are going to be Friday and Saturday. 780-496-0063 is the number as we talk about Ryan Nugent Hopkins getting the new contract with the Oilers. Eight years, $41 million. D says, hey, Reed, I look at it this way. If Nuge could have got six times six somewhere else, and then the next two years when he's 35 or 36, he takes $2 million a year, still ends up to be around $40 million total. So I'm sure he looked at it and said, what's the difference between $40 million over eight and 42 or 44 over eight when he could have the security to stay in Edmonton? And yeah, huge point of emphasis today that Nuge did not want to go anywhere farmer brian writes in brian hope you're doing well he says i think the rnh contract is fair for both the team and the player don't exactly like the term but i believe it's a safe gamble that rnh has a style of play that can maintain a competitive edge to the last year of the contract that is farmer brian texting in this evening and we'll go to the certainty hotline 780-496-0063 we have jordan standing by jordan good to hear from you go ahead Hey, Reed. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, I, I think, it, you know, we're right to maybe be a little bit nervous as fans anytime there's a big, big term like that with NMC attached to it. But isn't it fair to say that even in a worst case scenario, like Nuge is a, is, is a perfect kind of middle six winger right to the end of that contract? Because, you know, after the flat cap kind of sorts itself out, we get some growth happening again. Like in eight years, $5 million might be a really good price for a kind of a cerebral, crafty, shifty uh, you know, type of player he is in the middle six, complimentary. I think there's no risk to it at all. I mean, and that's our window to contend, right? So I, I love the deal, and um, I, I think it just you know, rings that dinner bell for other people to want to sign or extend here um, on, on that you know, team-friendly AAV. I think it's a, a really good signal. Well, I'll tell you this, Jordan. I'll leave you on the line here. Athletes play for longer than ever before. I mean, I guess Tom Brady is the extreme, but he's still great into his 40s. I mean, let, let's not forget this. I, I, I would still say that Carey Price and Sidney Crosby are two of the top 10 players in the National Hockey League, and they were drafted 16 years ago, right? So it's not like Nuge is going to turn 31 and, and forget how to handle the puck and skate. But he never was a really fast skater. Like he's like blazing speed was never really one of his things, right? He's smart. Right. He's got a shit, you know, crafty stick. And uh, you know, I think it's it's really great. And I just I wonder after uh, Nurse gets his extension and and that left shot Clefon doesn't come back, um, you know, if if there really is you know another uh, top six impact winger out there, shorter on term, but I don't know who who do you think that would be really good for McDavid in your dream scenario. Yeah, I'm not sure where they're going to go with there yet. But they, they got around that. And I really still think, Jordan, they need a third line. And I, I don't know. And this is the thing if I wonder if I'm being too hard on the team. Because we've talked a lot about them needing a third line center. I'm not. I, they might need an entire third line. I, and I'm really. Because I know you call in and you think about it. Is that too critical of some of the players on the team? Or like, am I missing? Am I not giving somebody the credit? Or, or what do you think? Well, I, I, I forget where I read it. It was one of your colleagues. Um, you know, basically that, that model that Tampa is running right now, all these guys that came out of the AHL farm system at a point of game impact players, and they basically, the plan A was for them to come in and their spot in the bottom six was theirs to lose. Like, why not have Benson and Marodi and McLeod as a lot? to start the year why not make that your plan a and then you have some money you know keep cap flexibility to the deadline if it's not working out 
I think that uh, I just brought up the free agents because I got to remind myself because I do not have the memory of uh, one Bob Stoffer who's coming a player. <laughs> have you seen the people posting pictures, uh, the Photoshop pictures of Ovechkin in an Oilers uniform? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Taylor Hall's out there. Uh, line A's restricted. I don't know if you would do that. Uh, Brandon Sod's a UFA. Uh, he had 15 goals. You know, Dubinsky, he's 35. You know, guy. I mean, Nick Foligno, maybe. I don't know if you would look there. He doesn't score a ton. I don't know if he'd be a top six guy on the others. So, you know, you know who is an intriguing name for, to me? Now, I know he's an RFA, so you might have to make a trade. What's going to happen with Sam Reinhardt in Buffalo? I, I don't know if he's going to be back. Well, if you could, if you could dangle some, some, some dollar signs in front of him to get him here medium term, and you go to a Tatar on the wing, and I think maybe that's your top nine with New Dre. Maybe that's the answer. But yeah, maybe. Okay, Jordan, always good discussion, buddy. Take care. Thanks, Reed. That's Jordan seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Yeah, the, the concern. I, I like Tatar's game a lot. Um, you know, but he's he's not playing for the Canadians uh, right now. What what is the latest on him? Yeah, so they're still just seeing an undisclosed uh, injury. So yeah we'll see what happens there seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three is it elvis we got we do have elvis on the line elvis thanks for calling go ahead hey reed loving this uh plus 39 weather wow this is crazy <laughs> uh I, I i hope uh kenny hollands uh heats things up like this weather is and uh you know just l- listening to all your callers and uh, i just love listening to the show and hearing how different people and what they think i i personally would like to put a wish list out there and i would like to see and I think you're going to see Mr. Holland, and I want your opinion on this. I think you're going to see him make a couple of dangling trades here. Uh, he's got some, he's got some uh, cap space, uh, some, some stuff that he can free up. But I'm really concerned about, I, I hope that we can sign Larson. What do you think? You know, I, I would like to see Larson come back. I, I think that Larson would be able to do what Nugent Hopkins did and say, I want to stay with the Oilers. I don't think he would get eight years. Maybe he gets three or four and say, okay, I, I can be kind of a stalwart on defense. I was a little surprised, though. Uh, you know what, Kellen? Let's, we'll do this on the fly here. And Elvis, we'll put you on hold so you can hear the clip. Uh, can you get that clip, Kellen? It's it's 21 and a half seconds. Holland update on Larson negotiations. Let me know when it's ready because we'll, we'll just have it straight from Holland. I'm ready As now. opposed to me summarizing it. Okay, here it is. We're still talking. I, we'll see. Um, obviously, I, I would like to re-sign him. Obviously, Adam's an unrestricted free agent. Much like Ryan Nugent Hopkins, you know, anytime you be you, you're an unrestricted free agent, it's these are big decisions. So I'd like to re-sign Adam Larson, but but I know that he's he's going through a process to 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 decide exactly what he wants to do. All right. So I, I thought when he was asked that question about Larson today, we might get something a little more definite or a little more optimistic. Now maybe maybe I'm reading too much of it, and, and all of us, you and others, can tell me if I'm guilty of that. But the way he kind of said is he's deciding the process. So is he deciding on an offer for the Oilers, and if they're going to tweak with a counter offer? Is he deciding about going home to Sweden? I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, obviously we know he's been playing here, and he lost his dad a few years ago. Like I don't know that. The, to me, it was a little curious about the wording of what he said about Larson. And again, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but that's what he gave us on Larson today. 
yeah, yeah. You know what? It did, it did sound it did sound kind of vague too. Also, but uh, so Reed, how many how many days do we have to uh, sign our free agents before the Kraken get a pardon the pun a crack at them? Okay. Well, the expansion draft is July twenty first, and free agency starts July twenty eighth. Okay, so our protected list has to be in by what date? Any idea? Uh, well, the draft. I forget when do they have to. Uh, the 21st is the draft. I think they got to have the list in two days before. Right. And do you have do you have any guests? I mean, you're way inside this than we are. Do you have you talk to a lot more people? Do you do you have any guesses on what they're going to do for a goalie? The, uh, Seattle or us? Us. Yeah, I think it's going to be Smith and Koskinen. I really do. Oh, okay. okay. I think they're going to re-sign Smith, and I don't think they'll buy out Koskinen. I think they'll bring him back. Uh, we'll see what happens with Alex Stalock. I really, I like, I, I almost hate saying that because I feel like I'm going to annoy people on a day when they're happy about Nuge. I think it, I mean, Holland said at the end of the year that he thinks it could be the same goaltending tandem as this past year. Right. Right. Wow. Okay, my friend, enjoy the weather. Okay. Thanks for the time, and uh, keep up the show, Reed. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, that's Elvis, 780-496-0063. We'll take a quick timeout. It's Inside Sports on Chet. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Ted Lindsay, that was announced about an hour ago. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, new deal, eight years, $41 million to stick with the Edmonton Oilers. Chad in the flats in a tractor. What a handle on the text line. Chad, uh, do you mean Alder Flats? Because I uh, lived in Alder Flats when I was a very young lad. Let me know if you're from Alder Flats. That would be cool. Or maybe he's just in some sort of flat location. The, 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 heater, the heater guy never wrote back to tell me if he's actually in the heating industry or if he throws fastballs. Anyway, where was I? Yes, Chad wrote a text. Can they not save a lot of money by playing the AHL's best line together next year as the third line, Benson, McLeod, Marodi? Oh, that's a good question, Chad. I think, well, I know Tyler Benson worked hard to make some strides in his all-around game. I think Tyler Benson realizes his future with the Edmonton Oilers is not being one of the highest-scoring players on the team like he was in junior and bantam when he played here many years ago. Uh, I think he knows he's going to have to fill a depth role. He worked on being a penalty killer and improving his checking in the American Hockey League. I'm excited to see how that looks when we get to camp in the preseason in the fall. Ryan McLeod came up. Um, you know, wasn't always put in a great situation. I think had to come up in some high pressure games and take on some responsibility. Um, 
I'm not sure if Cooper Marodi is as hot a prospect as McLeod or Benson. He's, he's slightly older. Uh, I don't think he skates quite as well. I think he's intelligent. Um, so I don't know. I mean, again, we're talking about this on June 29th, but <laughs> as we're just kind of shooting the breeze about this right now, Chad, yeah, I'm not sure if that would just be a line. And here's here's what I would say as, as we discuss this. Like, is that actually a third? Like, the teams that have are, are in the Stanley Cup final have good third lines. And most of the most years have really good fourth lines as well. I mean, I asked Dave Tippett again yesterday about his comment. Game seven, St. Louis, Boston. A couple of years ago, both teams started their fourth line in game seven of the Stanley Cup final. Probably not a situation that the Oilers would do. Probably one you wouldn't feel comfortable with. When the Oilers got into overtime with their season on the line, their fourth line didn't play. They, they played nine forwards for two and a half periods of overtime, except for a couple of shifts. So if Benson, McLeod, and Marodi was a line, to me, that's more of a fourth line. And I know they were a good AHL line and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I, I just don't know if it's as simple as plugging and playing them into the NHL. Uh, Chad is by Alder Flats. He's, and he says, yes, your dad was principal, I was told. A long, long time ago, my dad was principal of the Alder Flats school. I believe it was a grade 5 through 12 school. And uh, grades 1 to 4 were in nearby Buck Lake, which is where I went to grade 1 and 2. Terry says, I agree with Jordan, saying all year, bring up Marody and Benson, reunite them with McLeod for the third line. Yeah, I, I just don't think it's that simple, guys. I, I think they need some solid NHL content, proven NHL content as the third line. Brian says, Reed Nugent Hopkins, average annual value 5.125, but in his seventh and eight years, he's actually only making two to three million a season. Am I right or not? If so, that's not bad value. Yeah, I got the breakdown here from Cap Friendly. You've probably seen it put out there. So, yeah, the average annual value is 5.125 million. That is not what Nugent Hopkins will actually be paid every year. His base salary, for example, in the upcoming season is 5 million. It's going to be as high as 6.25 in years three and four. Going into year seven of the contract, Nuge will get a signing bonus of 1.25. That would be on July 1st. And then his base salary, well, I guess they're not all on July 1st, but they're all in early July. Uh, a base salary of two and a half. So for year four, his total earnings would be 3.75. And then his total earnings in year eight of the deal in 28-29, we're, t- we're getting ahead, uh, 3.75. But, uh, yeah, there is uh, the way the contract is structured is not just 5.125 per year. That's a good point there from uh, Brian, 780-496-0063, also the number you can call. A little bit here from the Nuge. He was on Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, and, of course, Nuge saying, hey, still room for my game to grow. I think so. I mean, I think uh, the past couple of years, I mean, this past season, uh, maybe my points weren't uh, as high or whatnot, but I mean, I'm still feeling feeling really good. I think I can uh, take a couple steps, uh, uh, step up my game even a little bit more. So, And there's always things that I want to work on and get better at. So, I mean, uh, I know 28 is almost, you're uh, not old in the league, but you're not young anymore. But uh, I definitely feel uh, like a young guy and um, with a lot left in the tank. All right, that's a little bit from Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Ken Holland today, the general manager, was available over Zoom, and he kind of summed up what he sees Nuge bringing to the team. If we'd have lost Nuge, it would have been a massive loss. You know, he's, for all the reasons we've just talked about here, his versatility, he can play center, he can play left wing, his leadership in the locker room, he can kill penalties, uh, he can play left wing, he can play center, he thinks at a high level, um, 
so it's not about sentimentality. It's about it's about trying to win, um, and no contract's perfect. No contract's perfect. You know, it's easy to look back. You know, going forward, you know, like I said, I'm sure Ryan would like to have a bigger cap number, and I'd like to have less term. But at the end of the day. Um, it's a, it, this is a deal that Ryan felt good good about. This is a deal that I felt good about. Well, and he touched on it, and we've been talking about it, all the things that Ryan Nugent Hopkins does. And, and I asked Nugent about that today. You come in, and you're a rookie, and you can score, but, oh, you got to play both ways, and, oh, you got to check, and well, do you want to also kill penalties, and do you want to get better... Uh, in your own end and you want to make sure you're playing down low and then you want to be able to go up against the other team's best players and they, you, know, you still got to help on the power play. You still got to get points. And we've seen Nugent Hopkins go on this journey for the last 10 years. I guess if you wanted to pick apart his game, his face-offs still aren't great, but maybe he's going to turn out be, being more of a winger here. But most of the hurdles that we as people who talk about the game have thrown in front of Brian Nugent Hopkins as an individual anyway. And look, of course he wants team success and they got to get that. But a lot of the individual hurdles, he's cleared. He kills penalties. He plays two ways. He checks, he leads, he's good in the community, all that kind of stuff. And I asked Nuge about Ken Holland praising his versatility today. It's, it's obviously when your GM is saying those things, it's, uh, it's nice to hear. I mean, I've, I want to establish myself as a, as a good two-way player in this league um, and be versatile. And um, I mean, Edmonton has given me a lot of opportunity to do that. So um, yeah, I mean, 10 years ago, you never know. Uh, obviously it's uh, how your career is going to end up, but I mean, I'm happy where I am right now. And uh, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to be able to, to stay and, uh, and keep winning or get winning here. And uh, I mean, being on a winning team is, is a lot of fun and um despite not, not having a ton of success in the playoffs yet, uh, you can feel it coming in this group. And um, we were hungry. It was a disappointing end of the season, for sure. Uh, that goes without saying. But um, overall, I think uh, after the year that we had and a little weird year, um, I, I mean, I think we should be proud uh, of the way that we played. I mean, we were one goal away in each game. And um, that's kind of in, in playoffs. And that's kind of the way it went this year for us. But... Um, I want to be a part of this team when we start winning and uh, making those long, long runs and uh, big pushes in the playoffs. All right, that's a little bit from Nugent Hopkins. And hopefully, and Dave Tippett said it yesterday, he said it before, uh, Tip was on with Rob and I before the game, Ken Holland has said it, they want to be a team that's in the playoffs every year. And you look at some of the best organizations over the last 15 years, Boston, you kind of assume they're going to be in the playoffs, barring something unusual, Pittsburgh, Washington. Um, I guess the Tampa Bay, I don't know, Tampa Bay has missed the playoffs a couple of times in the last 15 years, but, but you know what I'm saying? You, you assume they're going to be a factor or if they're not, they're going to bounce back quickly. That's where the Oilers now have to get. They look like they should be able to make the playoffs. Can they start doing damage in the playoffs? Uh, Braden wants to go after Tarasenko. Now that Nugent Hopkins is signed and Roland says, I'm optimistic that McLeod Holloway Skinner, Benson, Broberg, Lavoie will all be roster players in the next two years. We need those cheap entry-level fellows to come through for us with the raises, co raises coming up for Nurse and Pugliarvi. Uh, that is a good list of players. If most, if, if, well, 
if all those guys make it, that'll be great. Even if most of them make it, then the Oilers are finally bringing around, uh, bringing along some homegrown guys. Okay, I got to do, uh, well, I'm not doing it, but we got to do the news and weather. Wonder what the forecast is going to be. Stoffer's coming up. We'll chat. And yes, of course, I've done a quiz for Stoffer. It's Inside Sports on Chad. 6.30 Chad, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.